Hello, friends. Hey, we're looking at Philemon today, the shortest book in the New Testament, a letter from Paul to a person, Philemon, who was a, it appears, a slave owner. And Paul is writing, advocating for Onesimus, who was an escaped slave uh, from Philemon. And uh, I love this letter because it, it, it shows us something that is so beautiful about the Bible, by the scriptures. We don't hide our dirty laundry. Now, the church does. The church ignores and hides stuff. But uh, the Bible is not afraid to expose the sinfulness and the sinful systems under which uh, they operated the ways that the church sometimes got caught up in the cultural uh, injustices. And here is one such example. But Paul writes a letter to show how grace and the radical love and the uh, upside down nature of Jesus' love, life, death, and resurrection changes everything, overturns social mores and social uh, expectations and social relationships. And so here we are hearing some good news from Paul that speaks directly and practically to deep divisions and deep woundedness uh, because of sin. And Paul urges Onesimus to re- I mean Philemon to receive Onesimus, as a brother. Jesus has changed the status. And the law, the Roman law, gives Philemon the right to punish Onesimus and to re-enslave him. But Jesus says we don't operate according to the wisdom of the world, to the ways of the world. We operate according to the law of love. The law of love frees us and changes our status. You are no longer master, but you are brother to Onesimus. And Onesimus, you are no longer slave. You are brother to Philemon. And the blood of Jesus is healing the deep wounds and is healing and forgiving the sins that you've committed against one another. Philemon, you have sinned against Onesimus. And Onesimus, he is healing. The blood of Jesus is healing the wounds inflicted upon you by the injustice Philemon, you are made new and reconciled. You can work towards reconciliation and healing because of the blood of Jesus. Church, we finally seem to have a decision as to the election for president and all the various elections. And this last four years has been rough. Uh, because of the increase, the exposure of our polarization, the exposure of our heart. The church has participated in a culture of demonization and a culture of othering and a culture of polarized politics. And we've politicized everything from race to viruses to everything, sexuality. We allow culture and the law of the land and the ways of our land to define our behavior and to dictate how we relate to one another. And, oh man, this this letter is telling us, no, 
Jesus subverts this. There's the law of love that transcends and transforms the laws and ways and postures of the world. And so we come out of this season and we're still in it. It will continue. It will continue. But a lot of words have been spoken. A lot of posts have been made on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And a lot of conversations, casual and heated, have happened. And there's been deep woundedness. Uh, We have experienced woundedness from our brothers and sisters in Christ. We have experienced a lack of understanding. We have experienced a lack of empathy. We are hurt and wounded by the failure of our brothers and sisters to understand us, to seek to understand us, to see our pain. And this goes for both sides, right and left and middle. Wherever we stand, we have been hurt. When we have hurt, the invitation of Jesus is to see and trust that the blood of Jesus and the Spirit of God at work in us is making us equal partners in God's grace. And we can, by the power of the blood of Jesus and His Spirit at work in us, receive forgiveness and extend forgiveness. We can seek to understand as well as be understood. We can seek to love as well as to be loved. We can seek to console as well as to be consoled. We can seek to understand one another. My encouragement for us is to receive the Spirit of God that is at work in us, to cooperate with it, that is healing and bridging, mending the divides, the woundedness that we have experienced from one another. Our church, I think, uh, on the whole, does a good job, but I know there is pain that we have inflicted on one another. I know there are uh, opinions that feel can't be uttered, or opinions that have been uttered, and convictions that have been uttered and spoken that have wounded each other. And many of us maybe are unaware of the ways that we have done it. Let me call us to step boldly into these relationships and to trust the love of Jesus to overcome these personal and political and racial and social uh, socioeconomic dynamics that divide us. May we seek to understand one another because that's what Jesus is doing. He's healing us. So please, church, may we in this season that continues be more focused on not what people think or Uh, say, but the kind of people that we are becoming. And may we invite one another, call one another into relationship of unconditional love and call one another into responsibility and into our image as people made in the image of God, deeply loved. May we speak truth and may we walk in grace. May we seek to understand one another and love one another. Let's do this. I want to press into this in this coming year to learn how to have hard conversations, to learn how to uh, love in the midst of disagreement and misunderstanding as we walk toward the sanctifying, transforming love of Jesus that unites us. I love you, and I pray for our community. Praise God that he is bringing unity 
out of division because of his blood spilt on the cross. Amen.